once again, you're listening to What's Up Aboard, the podcast. For those of you who may not know, this is a podcast that focuses on love, life, relationships, and everything in between. Everyone has a story to tell. I just want to know, what's yours? With that being said, one of the weekly goals of this podcast is to help people like you learn from our guests and comprehend information from a different lens of perspective. To all the listeners out there, both old and new, salute. Now let's begin this episode. Over to you, Wardy Ward. Welcome back. My name is Wardy Ward, and this is What's Up Aboard, the podcast. There are so many things going on in the world today, but since this episode has only about 47 minutes left, we're only going to discuss a few of them today. I've enlisted the assistance of two previous guests to join me with this review. You may know them. Nonetheless, here they are. We'll start with our lady first. You can introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Hello, everyone. My name is Seda. I am a middle school counselor in Delaware County, Pennsylvania, and I work with seventh and eighth graders. Wonderful. Thank you for being here today. Of course. Our gentlemen guests, please introduce yourself and tell us a little about yourself, too. Yeah, my name is Reggie Sanders. I am a Army Discharge Marine Corps veteran. I am the inventor of a new game called Political Surgery, modeled after uh, Hasbro's Operation franchise. Welcome, and, welcome. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank you guys both for being here. As I mentioned earlier, there are a lot of current events that's currently trending. So let's just jump into a few of them and then we'll get to the heavy stuff at the end. First thing I want to talk about is uh, the coronavirus is still out there. And uh, it hasn't gone away, you know. In fact, the younger kids are able to get these shots as well, too. How are you guys feeling about the coronavirus now? Are we over this? Is it past us? What are your thoughts on it? What are you seeing in your areas? Well, um, I guess I'll go first. Um, it's going to be like one of those things you have to live with. You know, if you look at a can of Lysol from like six years ago, you will see COVID. That's just a basic flu type virus. This is just another strain, COVID-19, because that was developed, well, discovered in 2019. Mm -hmm. So it's just one of the things we're going to have to live with. Uh, I think by now, everybody has been, has either had it, <laughs> been through a bout of it, or you, everybody now, I guarantee, has been exposed to it at least once. Mm -hmm. So that's why now, when it's coming back, it's still here. It's not as strong. You know, we're building up a certain amount of immunities to it. Again, the disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. <laughs> don't okay. hit me all up later. Okay. Uh, I just got a little bit of experience. But uh, yeah, I think it's one of those things that we're going to have to live with like everything else. Okay. What about you, Seda? What are you thinking about it? Yeah, I, I would have to agree. Um, I, I have realized that there are people that are getting sick, but it's hard to tell if it's allergies, if it's the cold if it's like a stomach bug type of thing um but i have been hearing you know people are getting sick but it is hard to tell if it is you know just the common cold allergies or if it is you know the virus um but i have been seeing some articles and things pop up in the news about new strains coming out mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. things coming from other countries like different parts of the world um and then I'm also hearing about the monkeypox. Yeah. Um, yeah. There was like the first case, I think, in Philly uh, not too long ago. Um, yep. So I heard about that. So, yeah, I would say it's something, you know, we do unfortunately have to, we have to live with, you know, we have to, it is like a part of our world now, but um, I am still kind of keeping an eye out on some of the new strains that are coming and like what is going to come with them as well. Absolutely. Are you guys wearing masks? I know I stopped wearing mine, or I I'm not consistent as I used to be. Are no, guys... I haven't. I haven't had wore, I haven't worn mine in a while. I've had you know uh, two shots and two backups. So, mm -hmm. and uh, again, I think it's one of those things where by now, like I said, I hate to use the term, a lot of the herd has been weeded out. Mm -hmm. But in a sense, that's pretty much what it's been. Yeah. Um, if, if you've gotten vaccinated, I know a bunch of people who haven't haven't gotten vaccinated, but yet they've been exposed to it a couple times mm -hmm. already. So, and if you, if you have a weak immune system and you're not eating properly and getting the right amount of rest, the common flu can put you out for a week or two. 
That's true. That's true. What, what about in schools? Are, are students wearing masks there or is that they don't have to do that either? So just speaking from, from working in my building, uh, we don't enforce or, you know, it is optional. So if students do feel more comfortable wearing a mask, they are allowed to. Um, but there's like, you know, a few kids here and there. I would say the the majority of the students um, aren't wearing masks. Um, same with staff, you know, some are wearing them, some aren't. But it's not something that's being enforced. Now, I'm not sure what's going on in other parts of the country, but I can just speak on like, you know, suburbs in Pennsylvania. I, I haven't seen, you know, the mask um, being mandated no. in schools. Okay. Yeah. And outside of the cities in this part of Pennsylvania, I'm in Harrisburg. And in this part of Pennsylvania, well, they have a phrase here. In Pennsylvania, you have Philly on one side, Pittsburgh on the other, and Mississippi in the middle. <laughs> That's pretty much about the way it is. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. What, what does so, that mean? What does that mean, Mississippi? That in the means when you're near Pittsburgh, when you're near Philly, uh, as, as uh, black or brown people, you'll feel comfortable. You don't feel put on. There's not a ton of rebel flags and Tea Party flags and MAGA hats uh, and a general lack of us, period. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Okay. <laughs> All right. Good to know. I learned so much from people. Uh, let, let's keep it moving on because I want to get to these other issues here. But uh, something else is still trending, too, is uh, Philly's own. Will Smith, that slap has still uh, got some traction to it uh, when he slapped uh, his fellow comedian actor, Chris Rock. I want to know, do you guys think uh, his ban was too aggressive for what they told him he can no longer do, or should his punishment have been worse? Well, as a man, a, a former U.S. Marine, uh, a box growing up, studied every form of martial arts in the world. Mm. I think had he hit me, had he even hit me, it would have been one of those reactionary things like muscle memory, and he would have got knocked and you wouldn't even seen it coming. <laughs> really, really. It would have been one of those muscle memories. It, in martial arts, it's called chi. When the chi mm-hmm. is flowing, things are okay. Remember the Sherlock Holmes movies with Robert Downey Jr.? Yes. The fight scenes in there, you see how before he did a fight scene, in his mind, you could kind of see it going, and then boom, a second later, he did it in the blink of an eye. That was the most accurate thing I've ever seen in a movie about fighting and chi ever, really. And that's what it's like. When somebody hits you, pow, well, (laughs) you got that one, but there's a return. That that was just uncalled for. I think they call it an opposite and equal reaction or something like that. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. For every action, there's an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. Yeah. So, Ridge, are you are you supporting violence? violence? No, 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 no. By no means. I'm just supporting. I'm just stating a, a fact of self defense. You okay. don't slap. Okay, it's like this: the gentleman that got on the airplane and threw a can at Mike Tyson and was calling him all kind of names. Mm-hmm. Well, I saw that. If you poke the lion, don't expect he'll get mad when you get bit. That's why you don't <laughs> feed the bears. Right. Stick your hand in the bear cage. He may not be playing that day. Yes. Yes. Go ahead, say it. What do you I'm just, I'm just saying a certain amount of personal responsibility. Oh, sorry. That was wrong. If, if that were the case, if he were that offended, the worst I would have done, maybe from the sea, was, "Hey, I'm gonna see you after the show." Right. Or I'll yeah, challenge you. you. That's the right. Thing. Right. But not like that. That just put an air on us that the world did not need to see. Whether mm-hmm. it was staged, it was preempted. Whether I don't know. I'm not trying to speculate out of the way, but I just think that was wrong in every way. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm in the middle with it. So I can empathize his frustration. And let's face it, Hollywood and just the the industry that he works in has been testing this man his entire life. Like I True. feel like they have been just poking at him, poking at him, poking at him, making jokes about his wife, making jokes about him. Um, and you know he has remained professional basically his entire life i mean unless there's something else that happened that you know i'm not aware of but i just feel like one act of you know getting at a character shouldn't dictate who he is as a person like i i feel like i feel like you know what he did was wrong um he could have handled it better of course but it's just 
I, I think what bothers me the most is that people are talking as if they've never made a mistake in their life or they've never stepped out <laughs> right. of character in their life, you know? Imagine yep. like being out with friends and, you know, something happens or you see somebody um, messing with one of your friends or your partner okay. or your family. I, 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 hold on, hold on, wait, please, please <laughs> allow me. As a black man, I got to jump in. <laughs> we cannot afford to take that attitude did he realize all chris had to do was go to the nearest la cop i want him arrested now and will goes to jail his kids don't have a daddy jada's back and forth with attorneys trying to get will out of jail really and, and let's say if, if he'd have slapped him and chris has a medical issue and he'd have fell and hit his head now he's up on a possible murder charge behind one act that was totally and i love will don't get me wrong will's my boy if, if you look at my instagram page i got a couple things he put on there because will went through some training with some marines so i know he knows better mm -hmm. but you just have to and that's why i'm thinking i'm thinking maybe it was kind of staged i thought maybe it was a mm. yeah that's what a lot of people were saying they're like it just happened so randomly like people right. were like whoa did that just happen yeah uh, I think it was Stacey too, and Cat Williams uh, had mentioned that too, because he said, you know, Hollywood is a very controlled situation, and uh, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I still have my views on it, but mm, yeah. Yeah, but I, I, and I'm not trying to be too hard on Will, like I said, I, I love him to death, I've followed his career, just like everybody else, but man, we can't, as like I said, as African American men, you cannot afford to let your guard down like that. Not once. Absolutely. Once. They're, com they're coming after us you know, war to tell you, part of my story was when the steel mills closed in Mercer County and everybody was out of work, you know, in the 70s and 80s. Well, I ended up getting a child support case in Wisconsin. They sentenced me to eight and a half years in prison. Wow. For being out of work for three years. Yep. When, you know, he'll take you can pull my records up. Uh, Reginald Sanders versus the state of Wisconsin. It's all in there. They get you to court. They deny you your access, deny you your rights. The things that they do to African-Americans in a court, it which the truth is finally coming out a little bit now. But the things they do to us in a court, you wouldn't believe. So for Will to get up and let that get to him that bad, I don't care how bad it was. He could have held on and pointed to Chris. Hey, all right, I got you after. We're going to talk. <laughs> right. Yeah. That would have been a way to handle it. Don't never let as black men, because anybody who's ever listened to this, young brothers, don't ever let anything in this society get you to get up and strike somebody out the blue like that, because they can put you away behind bars for a very, very, very long time. That is true. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like uh, say that I like the point you said about one act out of character. I agree with that totally because yeah. somebody can have a meltdown or just bad have day. a bad day. Mm -hmm. and, I had one yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah 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 <laughs> yeah, I, yeah i think i don't like the aspect like i i think from a perspective i see the human side of it and i empathize with people make mistakes and don't get me wrong i totally agree one action can lead up to severe yeah. consequences unfortunately you know that's the world that we live in and it's unfortunate that it has to be that way especially as a celebrity i just don't like that people look at celebrities as if they're not allowed to have moments of you know getting out of character or having emotions or having a meltdown it's like all over the tabloids you know he's yeah. being completely shunned from the in industry but yet I don't know it, but then if it was just like an average person, uh, myself, if I did something, I it would be like, okay, well, you did something, and then the world would just, you know, You'd have go a criminal on. record by now, right? <laughs> yes, <laughs> you most certainly would have a criminal record by now, and your job would have probably been gone right off. Absolutely. The bat. Yeah. This is true. This is true. I don't know if uh, society is really shunning him. I'm thinking he's kind of doing that to himself, too. Yeah, I think I'm, he's, yeah. yeah. That's the vibe I'm getting. And that's cool. He got the money. Man, if yeah. somebody get on your nerve, I wish I could tell the whole bunch of people, take a hike. Yeah. But unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. 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 Well, you're on SSI and you live in the hood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you have to be careful though when you have money because people will come after you and sue you for stuff that doesn't even make sense. Man. Yes. Like, yeah, you could have a venue doing a, a show. Well, what's the guy? Was it Travis Scott that this, the girl fell out while he was doing a show? Yeah, and they, and they tried yeah. to sue him. I so guess because many of the family members. Oh yeah. Yeah. So people people will sue you for anything, mm -hmm. and yep. I 
I understand it. I don't agree with it, but it's just what it is. What do you guys think is next for the Smith family? Uh, because everybody seems to be trying to say they should get a divorce because they think Jada's toxic. Uh, I don't know. What are you guys saying? Uh, well, I'll, I'll let her go. Cause <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and say it. Is, is she toxic? <laughs> it's hard to tell because we only see but so much. Like, we don't know what right. happens behind closed doors. We don't know if, you know, there's other things that are going on. I mean, we are only given a glimpse of, 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 you know, a small aspect of these celebrities lives. So I really, I'm, I'm the type of person I don't judge. Do I think that they're, you know, they have a healthy relationship? Not necessarily, but I, so maybe it might be better if, you know, they, they split or they at least take a break from each other, especially with all of this that's going on. Um, but I really can't say, you know, it's not my relationship. So I just mm-hmm. feel like, who am I to judge? Right. He wrote a book, though. He put it all out there in his book. Uh, it's, I don't think he held anything back. He he kind of made it seem like that he's been trying to please her a lot, but it hasn't been successful because I think she's uh, got a thing for Tupac. And I even saw a couple things, you know, on Instagram and all that. And whenever you look something up, you get that algorithm in your phone. Mm-hmm. Every time you turn it on, you know, I looked up something on Shaq once or twice, and now every time I turn it on, it's that. <laughs> but, uh, and, but, but with them, to live your life in the public eye like that, your kids are, are, are celebrities, you know, everybody gets to watch you grow up. You don't, it's like you almost don't have a private life. Yeah. So I, I, I can understand it, it getting to you, yeah. really. I mean, that's one thing about it. On yeah. one hand, I, I'm, praying and pushing to get my game and the dartboard versions out and, and all that but on the other i'm kind of hesitant because then that's going to take me from just average obscure person to every move you make somebody's wanting to yeah. jump on it and critique it and all that yeah comes with the like territory what, yeah with my with my twitter and instagram hey I'm, i try to keep positive and and political and humorous but if somebody come with me sideways boom i might let him politely know one time and i block him right then just like earlier this morning i'm looking at some stuff that uh, some of the stuff that people threw at Valerie Bertinelli. I mean, first of all, what has that woman done to anybody to where they come at you like that? <laughs> so then I her? see, yeah, see, and th- then I see um, Jada. I mean, I can't say because you know when you see her in character playing a a, a person, different hair and all that. You, okay, you get used to that, but we don't know how she is, how he is. Mm. So there's no way on earth I could sit here and try to tell somebody how they should do their family. Because you don't know. It's not your business. It ain't your family. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. What did they, did Valerie Bertinelli do something or did I miss something or whatever? Oh, no. It's just that, well, she's political. Uh, she's oh. really blue in her in her uh, politics. Okay. And because a lot of Caucasian America expects her to be something that they are, oh, man, they ride that girl so hard sometimes. It's like, damn. Okay. I understand. Really, you know. I understand. Uh, I, I I don't like. I've never liked bullies. Um, there's a couple people that I care about that are celebrities that I can't get into, but um, I just don't like when somebody rides someone like this childish attitude that's going on since Donald Trump has been. It's like it's brought out the ninth grade and every bully and mean person out here. Mm. You know. Yes, you're right. And I don't play it. No. Well, um, well, speaking of that and the bullies, let's jump into. Uh, the situation with the guns because as we know people are still being killed by assault weapons regularly and uh, mm-hmm. you always get that it's not the mm-hmm. time to discuss it but uh, <laughs> Columbine happened uh, April 20th 1999 I believe and then mm-hmm. we can fast forward to Uvalde that was it seemed like a year ago to me but that was like last month May yeah. 24th what, what's your guys take on that uh, on that situation what, what did you hear what are you thinking how are you feeling about the Uvalde situation what and you want to go or? Uh, I I can just say, uh, as an educator, um, I've worked, I've been in education for over seven years now. Um, I worked in private school, public school, charter school in different, you know, between like Maryland, D.C., Baltimore, Philly, Chester. Um, and just, you know, I've, I've had experiences working in different schools, different neighborhoods and it's it's a heavy feeling like I'm I'm not even going to lie it's 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 a very heavy like disheartening mm-hmm. like here we go again here's yet another incident right. and to be honest 
I don't have all the answers. I have some ideas. I have some suggestions. But, I mean, it's hard when, you know, you just see these things happening over and over and over. And it's like, what can we do? Like, what what is the actual solution? And unfortunately, you know, kids' lives and staff members' lives um, are lost. And it's just like everyone just like expected to move on and right move forward like like oh this is just the norm um and I think kids and even myself and others you know I can only speak for myself but I've also heard other educators like I we're desensitized at this point mm-hmm, because this mm-hmm. just like a constant thing that's happening I think with me it, it all comes down to majority rule from the filibuster from the time Uh, we landed in America you had a plantation with a small family and a dozen couple dozen or a couple hundred slaves and that majority ruled everybody and it hasn't changed since then they've set up the laws to where it's the exact same way that filibuster if you get rid of that that's half the battle right there Mm -hmm. because we got a group of people that are in love with guns They, they can't live without them right and they don't realize the danger of those weapons A regular bullet, when it hits, it's just a a, a lead slug. It's going to mushroom out or splinter a little bit. Mm-hmm. That'll be it. But those weapons are designed, first, it's lead with a brass metal, full metal jacket all the way around it. Mm. They're long and pointy, and most of the weight is on the back end. Mm. And they're rotating like a football, a spiral football as they go through the air. Super fast. So when that thing hits anything, that bullet immediately begins to topple end over end while it's turning take an eraser of a pencil or a big eraser put it on your leg or your arm or a tender part of your arm any tender skin push it and turn it at the same time that hurts imagine a burning hot lead bullet spinning and rotating moving at about oh 14 1600 feet per second it will shred up anything it's like little miniature meat grinders that's why those weapons are so much and the fact that you guys got them 20 30 rounds of that Mm-hmm. They don't realize those when they say those kids were probably decapitated. Oh, I guarantee you, if they weren't decapitated, the backside of wherever it hit was t- totally taken away. Yeah. I couldn't imagine what that crime scene looks like in that building. Yes, they, they don't, they have, yeah, yeah, have, they have no business out here. Those weapons are far too dangerous. They're weapons of war, they're the most destructive, deadly handheld firearms ever invented. Mm-hmm. When they made the first amendment. You had a muzzle loader flintlock. You mm-hmm. had to put a round down the barrel, pump it with a first dump powder, a little paper patch, the ball, pack it all in, powder in the primer pan, cock the hammer back with a little uh, flint, a piece of um, stone. It strikes a metal pad, makes a spark. That burns the powder in the pan, which likes the powder in the barrel. It takes seconds for it just to shoot, or about a second and a half from the time you pull the trigger. You know, near a good second just to shoot. Not to mention to load it. These people had no conception of the danger that these weapons can do. Yeah, that but, was that was yeah. a long time ago too. So it definitely, yeah. he wouldn't know. But the thing about it now, they couldn't is, even conceive electric lights back then, much less a machine gun. <laughs> right? <laughs> really? I guess I'm, I'm thinking about that. The people who get the guns, especially these young people, they're not even considering the past. If that was a great illustration, they're not even considering it. I don't know why they're shooting up these schools is what I really want to try to figure out. Is it social media? Is it pressure? Because back, as you mentioned, uh, uh, in the 60s, when uh, black people were integrating schools and different things, mm-hmm. that was a lot of pressure, but they never panicked and started shooting people. Mm-hmm. So what is it now that makes these young people want to say, hey, I'm going to go shoot up a school? at elementary school at that it's definitely a multifaceted issue um it's very it's it's very complex like at one point i think when columbine happened everyone was saying oh you know it must have been bullying it must have been mental health now i think people are starting to to see they're 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 looking at the overall picture like so is there did this person go through a state of psychosis where they blacked out so that's when a person blacks out and they mm-hmm. completely like they just you know it it, it it happens to a lot of people that um you know if they're having a mental breakdown or something like that they basically black out and then that's typically when um serial killers uh 
you know, those type of people, like they will go out and they'll just start going on a killing spree. So it could have been a combination of that. It could have been a mental health issue. It could have been a bullying issue. There could have been things happening at home. There could be things happening in the community. But I think what is frustrating is that in these types of situations, it's like the, the school shooter kind of becomes like this infamous person that everyone talks about and then like the victims you know the poor the people's lives that are lost it just kind of is like okay rest in peace you know their pictures are put up people are posting about it and then it's just like okay this is just yet another thing and then See, this, no, yeah go ahead i'm sorry <laughs> i'll just say no for me that that goes hand in hand and the reason why that is is because it's on the families where do those kids learn that behavior from mom and dad where do those kids learn how to shoot a weapon from mom or dad where do the kids eventually get the money to buy a weapon in most cases mom or dad it goes back to the parents and then the parents in this case don't want to be held accountable they, whatever they can do to push the blame off to some somewhere else but it goes back to the parent is mm -hmm. the parents is raised and since we've had you know that other guy the former guy all he did was open the floodgates for everybody with that kind of attitude he just gave them a green light. And it's about 40%, 30 40% of the GOP feels just like that. Hmm. Sadly. He, okay. this particular school shooter, though, he, I will say he did have a lot of, uh, I think he was posting a lot of things on social media, sending yeah. messages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. They all, yes, yes, yes. Very, yeah, they all do. like, bizarre. Um, I think he had messaged some girl through like yeah. a messaging app i, I want to say she was from like germany or something yeah, like that i saw that yeah 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 and basically was like planning this whole thing out and and sent and told her what he was going to do um and i guess she you know spoke up about it but yeah i would agree i mean there could there's definitely like it could be a family influence but then i do also and think a sense of entitlement media, sense yeah. of entitlement social media things people like are seeing or it could be you know columbine was kind of like the starter and then it's like oh, oh well, yeah. let's try to top what has happened in the past right and i was gonna say another leg of that is uh they're being inundated with this replacement theory okay first of all america is the biggest replacement culture in the history of the world you came here and stole land from native americans you brought slaves with you to to build and work it you went and, and, and did what you wanted to do to the people from Central America, Central America and Mexico. You, you, you Shanghai brought workers from China over here to build the railroads and tie the country together. And now you want to stand here and talk about you're being replaced. Now, you're not being replaced. You're dying off from either your social habits and lifestyles. You're not making as many babies you used to make. Mm -hmm. uh, the oh, yeah. on all that today. And heroin they brought here to kill everybody else has turned around and like Malcolm says, chickens come home to roost. Mm. That is the nature of the universe. You can't push something out into the universe without sooner or later it coming back on you. Yes. And this is what they're going through now. That's true. I think That's also... Not being, it's, it's happening almost naturally. And very quickly, it ties biblically. The yeah, Bible yeah. will tell you about this too. All through Revelations. Yeah, I was going to mention that too. Two things I think also. The decline of Christianity I think has affected it as well as the desire for that hunger and fame that you can get from attention you know yeah for people sure. do some strange things for likes on on instagram I, or or what's the other one tiktok oh my god they really negative go out there. attention is <laughs> yeah. probably the fastest yeah. um what's the word yeah. uh viral yeah, thing yeah. ever it's like the evening news they put the homicides on first to get you to watch yeah. absolutely yeah yeah so that, that that stuff is definitely effective dude so there. Do you guys think that if Christianity was still allowed to be in school, I mean, not everybody wants to be a Christian, but do you think that would kind of curb some of this or is, is it just social media is that powerful? I don't think it's any to teach any one religion mm -hmm. because and, and the reason why Christianity is, is failing is because the holes in the system are exposed. First of all, you don't have blonde hair, blue eyed people born on the equator. <laughs> Very yeah. first thing right off the top. Yeah, you can't right. Think of nothing else that you don't have. It's not indigenous, and it certainly wasn't that far back in time. Okay? Reggie, I don't think they're ready for that, man. <laughs> they ain't ready you for know, that yet. But 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 see, it, everything in the Bible is truthful. What we 
have been taught is basically true. We just been pulled off a of mark a little bit because they didn't want folks to know that all them folks in that Bible was black, brown, and, and, and they were us. They don't want you to know that. So that's why you had King James come through in 313 AD with the Council of Nicaea and they took all the original scriptures, they got them together and they started tearing out pages. Yeah, you know? yeah. They did try to rewrite, you're right. Yeah, he oh, wasn't a good man, but a lot of people think he did. was a great man, but he wasn't. He was the biggest slave trader in history of the world at that point in time. You think he gonna mess up his business and want y'all to know the truth? Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, I definitely can see that. Uh, let me give you guys a, a few facts here about these schools here. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least 554 children, educators, and school staff have been victim of school shootings since 1999. During that period, 311,000 children have been exposed to gun violence at the schools. And it seems like it's just getting worse. It's like they had uh, mentioned things like maybe giving teachers guns. Would that help? Maybe we could have... <laughs> police at the schools I I taught school when I was uh, getting my degree I did some student teaching for a couple years there and I don't know if giving teachers a gun is a wise move because not every teacher is uh, empathetic, caring or you know I mean exactly. they're under a lot now of you pressure have, now you have someone who's partially trained who's never been under fire in their life before wielding a weapon shooting at someone who's shooting at them and their children in the (laughs) classroom at the same time now they showed at least 12 cops in the hallway with full tactical body shields Mm -hmm. hiding behind a corner for over an hour while a man's in a room shooting kids they even arrested an off-duty cop who came to get his wife who was there who died they took his weapon and let him go into the school. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the details that come out just continue to just be mind boggling. Like it's just, everything is just conflicting. Like it just doesn't make sense. I don't understand how. Abject failure was exactly. Yeah. Like it, I just feel like there was just, it was just pure negligence. Like how do you, I mean, those, those babies, I, in my personal opinion, could have been saved. Maybe not all, but at least, I mean, it was a whole entire Definitely. classroom. It was they two shut, staff again. members and 19 kids. Yeah, 19 again. kids. And staff, the other yeah. thing, every classroom in that building that I saw has windows. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me, okay, you can't get in the door, but none of you officers of the law are smart enough or have enough initiative <clears throat> to go outside, go around the corner, and shoot this clown through the window. Well, Dang. I will say this. I will say you this. Know, on behalf of, I don't mean uh, to. I don't mean to get up, but that's. I understand. I'm neutral. After, after the training I've had, man, I just can't <laughs> see. You know. It, all right. I put a little word. I think you might have seen it. I put a little clip from House Party. Yes, yeah, in that. relation to in relation to what I think went on down there, and that sums it up best. Really, mm-hmm. yeah. I smell something. That's all I'm gonna say. I, I, I was trying to say I, I'm neutral on this, Reg. And what I'm thinking is, cops are really supposed to wait when there's a situation like that and let SWAT come in there and handle no. that. No, so they're not supposed no. to just run into a no. situation of gunfire. No. no, 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 no. You were man. I don't care if you in your underwear and you roll out the bed. A situation mm-hmm. like that. That's what you're here for. Who else but you? You stood there and wait. What if it was your child, like that officer they stopped, like the parents that they kept from going inside? Right. See, because I'm, when you I'm got not, no skin in the game, I'm just saying that no I don't think they're supposed to run in there. Uh, they have a SWAT team for these reasons, but I'm saying that yeah. situation was lengthy. But yes. just to run in there, I don't think they're really trained to just say, hey, it's somebody right. shooting, let's run in and stop it. Okay, you, no, you gotta, they are trained. Know? It's a lack of courage and a lack of commitment. Yes, they are trained. Tough that. one. That's a yes. tough one there, Rachel. No, <laughs> no, no. That, it's easily said when you haven't been through the training. I'm going to tell you, I, again, I'm an Army Discharged United States Marine. That mm-hmm. will never get out your brain what they put in you or, or any branch of service, really. Special, special forces. Well, I'm going to look into that. I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to do some more research just to be on the safe side because yeah. I've always yeah. thought that I've talked to a few officers. They told me, no, we don't rush into that situation. We can uh, secure the perimeter and we want to make sure, but we want to just make sure we do the right thing, you know. Right. Right. It takes an hour to secure a perimeter and you're two classrooms away from somebody standing there actively killing kids. If he's pointing the child weapon yes. at you, then he's not pointing the weapon at, at innocent civilians. True. And that's the bottom line. That's why they get paid. That's why they're wearing body armor. And that's why they have weapons. And for them to stand there with full tactical shields, you can shoot that tactical shield with anything under a 50 caliber machine gun and it ain't going to do a thing to it. There is no excuse. I don't care. I will not give. I will not bend. And I will not ride through Texas because I don't want one to pull me. Oh, you don't want to talk. 
big giant white hats come to the rescue and yeah i hate to say it well i won't say it but you know <laughs> okay oh. i smell something <laughs> yeah i i yeah. completely understand yeah. but no, no so way no way what's, what's the solution here then what, what do you what can we do grow a pair grow a okay. pair and get rid of some of these weapons there are too many too many you don't yeah. need these they are too dangerous a hunting rifle i grew up hunting my whole life i started out with a 22 glenfield marlin 22 later on my, my mom dad they got me a 30 30 deer rifle then i got my grandfather's single barrel shotgun when he died i would use it mm -hmm. okay um so i would say um yes removing access or at least making the process more difficult to have access to some of these weapons that can do mass destruction like this in a short period of time absolutely like we we need to start from there we need to put laws in place but we also need to hold some of these politicians accountable Ooh. because you know a lot of the a lot of politicians will tell us exactly what we want to hear They'll oh, I'm sorry. Us. My phone. You guys just cut off. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> no You're fine. Go. Yeah, all right. Go ahead. Um, you know, a lot of politicians tell us exactly what we want to hear to get our votes. And then once they're in these positions of power where they actually can do something or say something, they remain silent. And so we definitely need there needs to be a level of accountability towards some of our local politicians who can put things in place. And, and I know that this is a uh, controversial topic, but we, if we can't put metal detectors in every school, we need to at least ensure that the front office and all doors are locked. There, there's surveillance, there is somebody there, like something needs to give because there's been too many incidents where a person has just been able to freely walk into a school building, um, whether it's through the main office, whether side doors i know with this particular situation in texas i believe um one of the teachers actually had put something on a door mm -hmm. had ran or something if i thought right or for her to you know him or her building i guess they were doing something back and forth between their car and going into the building but i know you know, that could happen mm -hmm we need to secure these buildings and we need to make sure that it's easily accessible. Mm -hmm. I, I agree, but it's at a point where the only way you can get it that secure is would have to be set up pretty much like a prison or a county jail. And it's We're a shame we have to put our children through that when when if you get rid of these darn weapons. And here's another thing I, I, as as the, every when you're in the law, every word has meaning. Okay, and the second amendment, first amendment is a well-regulated militia, right to bear arms, and a well-regulated militia. It's a simple chapter. It says bear arms. It doesn't say anything about ammunition. It says well-regulated. To look up the word regulated means just to control or govern. That does not mean supplied. Okay, so what he can do, or, or they can do by executive order, you don't outlaw the weapons, you outlaw the ammunition, and it's just a matter of time before that number catches up, and you got the same result. You know, when you run out of bullets out in, in combat, well, you can use it for a club or you can hold on to it, hoping you can find some ammo or take the ammunition off your 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 enemy and use his weapons. But mm. that's the thing to do. You can't get rid of weapons, but there's nothing in the law that says anything about ammunition. It just says well-regulated. And mm. regulated does not include supplied or ammunition. That just means regulated, controlled, governed. Yeah. If you want your militia, well-controlled. That's all that means. That's and that's the key. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Uh, I think also if you increase the price of bullets, that might cut down on Thank you. That, like you did cigarettes, right. Yeah. And why is the age to be able to get access to a gun only 18? Right. In Texas. Like, how? How? Like, so, so you can get a, a weapon at age 18, but you have to wait until 21 to be able to drink? Like, should it? Right. Like, I, I'm confused. And, yeah. Like, like is, here, we, am I missing something here, or is it you know, is it just me? 18, I was your in, brain isn't even fully developed yet until you're no. in your 20s, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I interned right. at the House of Representatives, one of the uh bills that I helped draft was I called it entitled it Make It 21, mm. and that was in order to 
buy a purchase cigarettes, you had to be 21 instead of 18 because, you know, the thing was going crazy with nicotine and kids and teen smoking. It took a while. It didn't go through through uh, Rep. Vanessa Brown from out of Philly. It didn't go through then. But here a couple of years later, now it's gone through. So even in Pennsylvania, to buy a pack of cigarettes, you got to be 21. But I can go out here and get an M16 or AR15 right. rather at 18. I got no training. I've, I've grown up in a household full of, I won't say deplorables, but people who don't have, they have a narrow opinion of, of folks that don't look like them. And you're going to turn him loose with an AR15. He's getting a steady diet of chewing on, uh, MAGA this and all this other, you know, yeah. woke, anti woke culture. No. Yeah. As, as well as those violent video games, they kind of teach Thank you to. You. Uh, they right. teach how to be good killers right there. Because I think in Korea, they say that something like, if you, you can't be a conscientious objector, if you've been playing those video games, they say, you've been training for this all your life. You all know. your life. Yep. So, right. but I will say this, uh, Biden recently signed into law, the Critical Gun Safety Bill Act, also known as the Bipartisan Safety Communities Act, which includes funding for mental health services. So apparently there is a solution right there. All right. Yeah. It could have went further, but it's a start. I, I don't really know if that'll really do anything because uh, I think mental health services is a is in great need, especially now in 2022. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So I, I don't After think the they really. Years, I don't yeah, know how they're really enforcing it. I mean, because really, if you're giving a, a police officers all this extra money for that, and it's because they're first responders and they're really not doing it, I think you need to allocate funds to a different direction so we can really have the mental health services available to people who need them before something happens. I'll, just, I'll I'll leave this comment a brief comment. So it's in. I think what's in really that it it seems it has to take a school shooting occur or something major for mental health to be prioritized. And True. and and, and so is I am one counselor for three hundred and seven students. So wow. we so so that kind of do. If mental health is a priority, we need to start by hiring more counselors in our schools. We need mental to health. start by, by having facilities. In Delaware County alone, two of our major mental health crisis centers have shut down, either due to lack of staff, oh, no. lack of And so our if I'm referring a family out to, to go to a crisis center, they have to go all the way either to Delaware or to Philly. All this goes, I mentioned before, I think more than other podcasts, this goes back to the Clinton era when they came out with the omnibus crime bill. There used to be plenty of money for mental health all across this country. We had a big hospital in a Warren State Mental Hospital around the western part of the state. We had several here. Chicago had several. Well, they took the money out of mental health and put it into law enforcement. And that's when they gave these police departments AR-15s, uh, extra body armored, uh, tactical vehicles to ride around, APCs to ride around in. They took the money from mental health and put it there. And now mm. we're living in that time. You see the end result. So now we're going to finally trickle back a couple of dollars here attached to this gun bill. It should have never been taken out in the first place. In the state of Pennsylvania, there hasn't been a workers' compensation case awarded. Oh, I, my case went through in 2016, 2017. There hadn't, at that point, there hadn't been a, a workers' comp case awarded in well over 10 years on the basis of mental health or mental cruelty or any kind, anything mental related off a job. So in short, your boss can do like they did to me hire you you start work that first day and you get to your desk and the phone is in the corner where you can't reach it wire harness to the left no lamp your two monitors is gone anything to make your life a living hell and if you finally can't take it call you in one one errand phone call nobody answers it they call you in they're going to replace you because you sent one phone call to nobody answered and it went around three or four times this is what they do to wear you out and then they take the money away from mental health then they stand here and scream that oh we're all for families and we're pro-life well if you were pro-life you wouldn't have signed it you would have signed the bill to help get baby formula in here a month or so ago mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah you say one thing you do the exact opposite hypocrites total hypocrites yeah i, I have a question i want to ask you uh say that maybe you can answer this one since uh COVID had took off and now we have these school shootings that are just exploding uh -huh. How are our young people doing with graduating? Are, are people still going to school? Are we losing people now? Are they scared to come? Where, so, where are we at on that? I would say we definitely have more kids um, wanting to come into the building instead of doing some type of online program. Um, 
however, I will say that there's there I've I've personally seen a lot of anxiety, a lot of like fear of the unknown, what's going to happen. In my particular school, my students haven't really spoke about um, being fearful that something could happen in, in our building, but I do know that in speaking with colleagues and people working in other, you know, school districts, this conversation gotten brought up I think mm. even parents more so are like is there an online option for my student even though I would hate for them to be online again but there's just so much going on between monkeypox possibly coming around between you know school shootings between mm. all these things happening um and so it's it's yeah I think it just really depends on the particular student and the family situation but I would definitely say there's a heightened state of anxiety for sure. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, we're going to have to move on to our final topic here. This is a big one. Let's let's talk about Roe versus Wade. Reg, Reg, what's up with your government, man? What are, what are we doing here? <laughs> All right. You've heard the term on television. You hear they're talking about stare decisis. That's Latin for a matter already decided. Mm. Case law. How can you reach back and overturn a 50-year-old law? Mm-hmm. So that means everything between now and then and a little further back than 50 is up for grabs. And I would notice that my guy, Uncle Clarence, and I call him Uncle Clarence because I want to call him <laughs> Uncle something else, but I won't. Uh-huh. My guy, Uncle Clarence, he hit every key piece of legislation that gave some freedom and right to choose to everybody except the one that affects him the most, uh-huh. and that's Loving versus Virginia. The mm. one that gave rights to to interracial marriage in America. Yeah. Now you didn't touch that one, but you went after everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yep. That's a hypocrite. That's just wrong in every way. Almost everything we hold now is up for grabs behind this decision. Yeah. You and, know. Let, let me interrupt you real quick. There, yeah. you said a uh, Clarence Thompson. He was actually quoted as saying the court should reconsider gay marriages and birth control too. So that's very, yeah, That's what I'm saying. He's very active. Yeah. Exactly so like so with the decision it, okay, they made, all those up for grab now. Absolutely. It definitely doesn't stop here. There's 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 nope. more to come, and it's as as a woman, it's I've I've honestly felt very heavy since yesterday. Like I can't stop thinking about this. I. I just, I worry about, I mean, I live in Pennsylvania, so right now, um, I think we can go either way, but I know that there are states that have already enforced a ban. Um, I think Kentucky, there's Arkansas, South Dakota, um, just to name a few, have all, like, they wasted no time. 26 states. What was, say that again, I'm so sorry. 26 states already. Boom. It's a done deal. And it's like, I don't understand the logic, the logic behind this, because all you're doing is not going to prevent abortions. It's going to prevent safe abortions. So now you have people and all I can think about, like, I think about everybody, but I think the, the, the piece that really gets to me is, is girls who are rape victims Mm. girls who have been molested so you're telling me that they have to go through the process of of having a baby just because you think that they should and now they're going to risk their lives and possibly die in the process of going through an unsafe abortion or have to travel miles and miles away to go to another state right we don't have that money you can't get across town average person well and the killer is i saw on twitter somebody's going why do you always keep mentioning uh incest and blah 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 well i'm here to tell you brutally and honestly inside the penal system in the united states of america there's a divide with black folks it's guns drugs and shootings with caucasians it's drugs kitty porn and family incest and that type of rape and brutally, it, it, there's far, far, far more cases behind bars of people who are attacking and raping their own children and grandchildren or stepkids than you can possibly want to imagine. And I'm not exaggerating. It's yeah. that bad in certain communities. Now with us, oh, well, we are shooting each other like popcorn at a theater, but this is what they're doing. So you're going to tell me these children, these kids are going to have to raise a baby from a rapist? And the killer is, with this law, 
that person can sue the woman if she goes out and well if she doesn't get arrested she can sue the woman i can sue the woman that i raped to have my baby and the taxi driver that took her there uh the abortion provider this is madness so all these girls that have uterine fibroids endometriosis mm-hmm. all these little issues that men don't even have an idea what the heck they mm-hmm. mean now you're going to force them to try to go through a, a pregnancy and she's already having issues that could mess her up already this is crazy. Well, let me be devil's advocate here. There are some people who will say, well, it's murder and uh, that goes against the Bible. So uh, they can uh, say uh, that. So, okay. I got you. Go the Bible says thou shalt not go back to the sixth commandment that thou shalt not kill. Okay. Remember the Bible was re-edited by King James. That's not what it originally said. said the original wording was thou shalt not commit murder you right. got to kill that steer before you eat it you got to kill that lamb before you have it for passover so that's what i'm saying people got to read and you got to edu- well, educate well what are you saying more. though because uh because the baby he's at conception right, now, he's alive according okay according to original doctrine in, in 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 africa in hebrew society the mother was everything yeah men were there but the mom was the focal point of all the life and all that came out of that family they were, the, they were the cooker. They were the child rear. So anything that endangered the mother, the mother had top priority. So if the mom, the baby's got to go. And I hate to say it like that, but if it endangers the mother. But according to this law, now you can't. Mm-hmm. Reason being, we go back to the same thing. This replacement culture. They want y'all to have babies because they're not. Amy Coney Barrett got a little black child taking care of her kids now. Mm-hmm. Hmm? See, her kids are older and they're all off the house. So who's keeping the house and doing the housework? That little black child that Amy Coney Barrett brought up. That is so common. All of them got babies they bring from someplace else to do what they're not doing. And this whole law will feed that system. The lady in, in was it Florida, Mississippi? Oh, we're already going to get planned uh, a foster child program up and running. So they're ready to sell right. some more babies just like they did to get us here in the first place. 450,000 children in the foster care system currently already 450,000 and 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 these babies are coming out of families of um negligent parents you know parents who are abusing drugs and are are currently living in shelters or group homes but and there's a formula and on top of that, you know, there's a, it's a war against women, and it's more so about control than pro life. Because let's just face it, rape rapists get off easier than women. Like you know, there's a problem if if rapists are are not being held accountable for their actions, but a woman who is looking to abort that child because of being raped they are going to receive a punishment. But yep. the rapist basically gets a slap on the wrist and it's just like, okay, that's fine. That's yeah. insane. It's easier to get a gun than an abortion. So oh, that's the society we live in. Let me give a legal definition of this uh, Roe versus Wade. Uh, 4.10 U.S. Uh, United States 113 in 1973 passed this. It said the woman had the right to an abortion without undue restrictive interference from the government. The court held that a woman's right to decide for herself to bring the pregnancy to an end or not to an end is guaranteed under the Fourth Amendment. So maybe the Constitution is outdated because it was around, what, the 1700s when slavery was in full effect. So people were going back to say, well, they meant this or they meant that when you went through the whole 60s with that whole civil rights movement. That should let you know, hey, this isn't working anymore. This is not that. So, so that's you why think the Constitution, Constitution can be, be amended. Yes, it should be amended in several. Again, remember I told you before, the first one is that three-fifths compromise. Mm-hmm. We got all the plantation owners. Hey, I got 200 miles I got to feed. You're not giving me credit for nothing. Right, well, yeah. He gave you three-fifths credit for each one. So basically it takes two of us to get near one of them. Yeah, get and that's still that. on the books now. Oh, yes, it's in the book. And that is, like I said, if you put a legal case in front of a judge and everything is equal, every document I put on the scale, you got something to counter it. If all things are equal and that judge looks in one of those parties or in that three-fifths category, well, guess who by law has to get the decision? The person who's only three-fifths. Yeah. So that same attitude is carried on to every time we step in front of a court. Every time a cop pulls you over, he knows, man, you ain't but three-fifths of a person. I ain't got to hear what you got to say. Yeah. And until that changes, this is going to continue. I think it's interesting uh, when I look at our, our government, they passed a law uh, where there's a Juneteenth is a national holiday that you can't discuss in school. 
So it kind of shows you. Ooh, wow, I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> where, where, where we are here. I'm just like, I, I respect the position of what everybody do. I try to stay neutral <laughs> on politics and everything else because this stuff is just so, I don't understand how they, how it works. So and that another, thing crazy. That, another thing that kind of irritates me is people really don't care about an issue unless it affects them. For years, you people go. turned a, a, a blind eye to, to racism. But now, Absolutely. since this is hitting you now, now they're all concerned. I'm like, I think we need to care about our fellow man like we care about our family members. I want you guys to eat, but I want to eat as well. So let's all do it together. And I don't think we're kind of looking at it like that. You know, even that one kind of goes out the window a little bit. Because just the other day, I saw Steve Scalise, who was already shot by somebody, nutty. He's out there promoting more stuff for guns. And you've already been shot by a nut with a gun. You know, so yeah. yeah. Apparently that doesn't that doesn't always hold true. You would think. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So it's interesting. So what do you guys see this thing going with the uh, Roe versus Wade? Well, what, what are we gonna do? What people are gonna start getting what, what do you guys see it going? I mean the there's, and there's already, you know, protests and stuff. hmm True. No. But back to questions. What are you going to do about it? Because if people are in these positions of power, they need to do something. If that they are against, they need to speak up. They need to voice. You know, they need to do something. They need to put their their opinions instead of just throwing words at the public. They need to put things into action. I think I'm just I'm beyond over, you know, people telling want to hear, but then when it really comes down to it, not doing something about it. And um, I'm just very worried about not only myself, but any woman in in this world, in this country, um, and just the amount of like unsafe abortions people's lives going to be at risk um and just the trauma especially that these you know rape victims and you know people who are being molested you know that they have to endure now or women who are um having you know health problems um Mm -hmm. that they are going to now have to endure because do you think politicians really will be held accountable or, or do they even have to be well, it, I was saying before, people, we have to teach our families, our kids, our churches, even the hoods at hanging out at the local gangbang corner. Everybody has to vote. Just like you went out and got them driver's license, you eager to get that at 16 or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. That has to be key in our families because you see, if you don't vote, they can do what they want. And especially on a local level, it yep. starts by your local representative. If you let some bigoted racist make it up there, then you can't say nothing about it when all those others get together and they come up with laws that hinder us. It's it's a down to a vote. We have to teach our kids. When I was in the Capitol, countless Caucasian schools and organizations would bring their kids down there and the bus out behind the Capitol on a race packed every day. You can count the number of black and brown kids or schools or organizations that come to the Capitol to introduce their children to civics. We have to teach civics amongst our. That's how. It, that's how our, our patterns, are, our lives are governed. That's interesting. I, I know. I talked to so many people about that, and they kind of showed me some things that voting really doesn't change things because, because we're not voting. The, the game it's only, changes. It's only about a third of the population votes, man. If the yeah, other two thirds came out and vote, we could get something done. They change the rules when you vote. They change voting places. They change uh, yeah, tactics. Yeah. Different and, things and like that's that. because they're scared yeah. of your vote. You can't let that stop. But they're, but they're stop. not doing no. anything to stop that, though. Again, they don't do anything again. to stop the hypocrisy in voting. We so, can't so can let hypocrisy. that stop us. That's excuses. Excuse. Mm-hmm. They're an excuse. Get out and vote. You expect them to do that. They're doing that because of that afraid of you voting. That should motivate you. I don't. I don't think that really is a fear thing. I think that it doesn't work because, first of all, it's not equally representative people. If Again, it, how many numbers? It's a matter of numbers, in, uh, man. Politics it's tend matter- to be uh, financially secure. You don't have poor people with boots to the ground out there running things. You got people who are far away from situations. Yeah. I think making decisions. there is definitely a. Um, I think there is a lack of trust. I will like, and I've seen it where people mm-hmm. are like, "Well, what's the point?" Or they may their local, you know, representative or politician may not 
be somebody that they feel is genuine. And so that can also kind of prevent people from voting. I absolutely, I mean, I voted my entire life. I am an advocate for voting, especially on a local level, but I can empathize and I can understand why people have lack of trust in the system. However, um, you know, something needs to give because if we don't do anything and we don't take action, these things are just going to continue to happen. And the thing is, people say that, but they don't go out and vote. Everybody that says that hasn't gone out and vote. Again, check the numbers. Two thirds of this country does not vote. That's just. A, I wonder a, a, why. I was in the Marine Corps, and again, they drill that out. You, it's an excuse. It's a cop out. You're not voting. Get out and vote. Then you can make that statement. But if two thirds of the population hasn't voted, how do you know? That's because what somebody put out there for them, and it's easy to go for that. I'm, I'm, I'm just one of those persons where no, those excuses. <laughs> you know. Now, I see you guys' point on. It. I guess I'm just I'm jaded now. I just I just see a lot of things that just kind of make me say, uh, you can pass laws or protect people and do this, but you choose not to. They they look past things all the time. You have just to force say, them. Yeah. I think it, I think the, who they got the look person- at the NRA. The candidate has to be like the candidate has to be genuine. And I think it needs to they need to have more people in in politics that can relate and are Mm. from the community and have been have and work in the trenches. Like, for instance, as an educator, if I'm when I'm looking at the right candidate, I'm looking at if you're making decisions on education, I want to know that you worked in a school, Mm. you've been in the classroom. Mm -hmm. You've had some type of interaction with, you know, parents, students, and it, but if you're sitting there and you're making all these laws and these decisions about what should happen in schools, but you have no experience, no skin in the game, then it's, I look at you like, I don't know if I'm going to vote for you. So I think it's, you know, we definitely need more people who can relate, Uh um, who know what it's like, who live in the community work in the trenches with students and and youth or other people and um i think we're lacking that big time uh, yeah i, I yeah. definitely agree with that because i um look how did a man like trump get to the highest office he what was his background what was his experience filing bankruptcy i mean that's the guy they want and then people get mad because two people run for the office and okay i gotta choose this side or that side so this mm-hmm. side wins now the other side is mad for the next four or five years because their team won i mean how does that fare we have to accept these are the two people i got if i'm gonna do it then i gotta support them and we don't get no. that so i think that's another I, issue i could never get past that reach out and grab them by the you know <laughs> I, I just really that was that was an, awesome. on god's name could you even want I wouldn't vote the guy to be my garbage man. They love him. So people love him. That's so what I'm saying. Why so. aren't we also limiting the age? Like, why Why do we have older men running no. the show in this country who, yeah. Yeah. who maybe have very, like, traditional or kind of back-in-the-day ways of thinking? Like, we need somebody who is younger, who has fresh ideas uncorrupted um, right and yeah, isn't yeah. associated or connected with this person or that person like we need like out of all of and that's what bo- that's what boggled me as somebody who basically identifies as independent and really like you know i i looked at both biden and i looked at trump and i'm like out of all of the intelligent mm-hmm. smart professional people in this country that could be in these positions these are our only two options exactly this is all we have exactly and you said older men i think those men are old it's nothing wrong with being old but absolutely yeah 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 i didn't mean (laughs) yeah they're just they're old i think once you're over a certain age it's like do you really know what is happening right now not at all all. some of them can't even ride a bike but i'm just saying (laughs) well see I, i saw that on the internet and everybody was laughing at, at, at by falling just, off the just, bike, but they forgot <laughs> about about my guy on the golf course. You know, he had an accident with, with, the, with the stain khakis and all that. Yeah. It's like they want to make you forget about all the stuff yeah. that went on and, and, and jump on. Yeah, and all that stuff can happen to any of us. I get that, but my point is, if you're trying to have somebody who's older, how does he really have your best interest in mind when he's not even in touch? So I think you you have to just. You can't go archaic ways and think things gonna move forward. You got to be able to adapt and, and have train and younger men to do things. And, I learned that lesson from my daughters, you know, younger, because you know they taught me a whole lot more. Back in the day, there were certain kind of flamboyances, let's say, 
that didn't fly in our community and I was raised in that generation where yeah but my kids taught me a whole lot more tolerance and just because somebody got purple or green hair don't mean they from Mars dad and it right. did. you have to you have to modify your if you don't change a tree that doesn't bend will break man get that right that is so true on that note guys we're gonna have to wrap it up so what I'm gonna have you guys do is give your final final thoughts give, give me your final thoughts on what you think about today or what you want to leave people with and then we'll wrap it up we'll start with uh reg we'll let you go first since uh, okay. said you started out go ahead reg um i can go with don't panic when trump walked down the street with the bible upside down and backwards <laughs> that was in the 13th chapter of revelations that was the yeah. blasphemy of blasphemies okay uh-huh. all right what we're going through now is the 17th chapter of revelations all it's about the beast with the uh, seven heads and ten crowns the red beast Okay, you notice everything, uh, red China, Russia has red, MAGA has red. Well, those are those fascist authoritarian types. And the 17th chapter tells you all this is going to do is going to make people come together. And already uh, Sweden and Finland and join NATO. They were always neutral. See? Mm-hmm. It's already coming together. Look how many people are standing out in the street right now, this very minute, because of this stupid but decision, this hypocritical decision on Roe versus Wade. It's bringing people together. And, and the enemy has, not, has nothing but lies and falsehoods. You know, Putin scared everybody what he's going to do. Trump talk all that smack what he's going to do. Uh, big bad Texas Rangers talk what they're going to do and didn't do anything. A lot okay. of talk. Well, okay. There it is. All right. Say it. Go ahead. Give me yours. So I, and this is something I have to, to do myself. Um, so I'm going to practice what I preach. Um, I think it's okay to disconnect from social media and the news when all like, it's, it's good to be in the know and know what's going on, but I'm also the type of person as an empath, I absorb a lot. And so sometimes it's okay to take a step back, take a deep breath. If you need to disconnect for a little bit, just for the sake of your own mental health and your peace of mind, it's okay. Um, and I think that's something that, you know, all day yesterday I was on my phone looking up stuff, you know, trying to you know, and I just felt like it, I, I just, I felt heavy since yesterday. I still do. Um, it's very disheartening what's happening yeah. right now and it's just okay to, you know, take time for yourself and take a step back if you need to. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, I'll go ahead and, uh, put your disclaimer out there again. The views expressed in this episode is not necessarily those of what's up with the podcast, but we respect everybody's views. My final thoughts are the mind replays what the heart can't change. We cannot keep hold on to the past and expect a productive future. I want to thank my guests for coming on the show. We definitely going to have you guys back because we got to have this conversation again with all the things happening in this world. So I thank you guys again and you guys have a great day. And you too. If you, if you like something you heard today, please tell a friend and like, subscribe, wherever you follow podcasts. Peace. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. You're Peace welcome. and blessings. Peace.